On this episode of Movies Ruin My Life, we complete our list of must-watch punk documentaries. Okay, so I'm Brandon, and this is the final part in our five-part series on punk documentaries. If you haven't yet heard the other parts in this series, you can check them out at our website, moviesroommylife.com, or visit our SoundCloud page, which uh, we have a playlist on with all the episodes in it, so it's nice and easy for you. Now, I believe that we all have a little punk rock in us. We all have the power to shape the world around us with our ideas, with how we treat each other, and with the stories that will live on long after we do. This episode features three films that very much, I feel, serve as a reaffirmation to this point. So today we're talking about Salad Days, a decade of punk in Washington, D.C., Another State of Mind, and a band called Death. I had heroes that I would get nervous around, you know? Like, I know that Ian is a normal dude, or HR, or whatever. They're just normal dudes. Those fucking people changed my life. Okay, so first up, Salad Days, a decade of punk in Washington, D.C. Scott Crawford's look back at the story of the 80s D.C. hardcore punk scene. Now... We've talked a little bit about this scene in past episodes because it's touched on in a handful of documentaries on this period, but this film is different for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's exclusively about DC, which is interesting because it seems to have, in large part, a very self-contained scene there, which, as you'll learn in the film, is very much the reason for its rise and its fall, respectively. Number two, it's written and directed by a DC scene kid who was going to shows and even produced a fanzine during this era. And number three, it's funded in large part by a Kickstarter campaign, which just makes me happy inside to know that people still give a shit, maybe even more than ever, about punk rock. DC is a small city of 400, 500,000 people. The industry is government. So the thing about Washington is that it's a petri dish for great ideas. They may not be sustainable, but you can always grow something here because nobody's looking. Okay, so you should know before you go into this piece that it's not all wine and roses. It's not a rah-rah, let's pat ourselves on the back kind of documentary. Time grants us all perspective, and it's a great feeling to see a bunch of hardcore kids who are now all grown up saying, maybe we could have done this or that differently. And it lends a beautiful humanity to the piece, which I dig very much. We're proud as hell of the fact that what's coming out of this town is good. When you think about, you know, what kind of a town Washington, D.C. was at that point, that's kind of... That was kind of a remarkable thing, and we knew it. Everyone knew it. One last note on this film, lessons that you can take away with you. Music is yours. Take it, do something great with it, give it to someone else to do the same. 
Also, suburbia can suck, and it's up to you to make something great out of it. And most importantly, don't fuck with people that work at Haagen-Dazs. Some people call it slamming, and some people call it pogoing, and some call it the sting. But uh, I just call it dancing, because that's normally what you're doing. All right, next up is another state of mind, Adam Small and Peter Stewart's inside look life on the road in the early days of the DIY punk rock scene with Social Distortion and Youth Brigade. I very much recommend watching the first and second film on our list today in tandem because as the bands roll through the DC scene, you may see some familiar faces and places. It's also just cool to compare and contrast the different sounds coming from both coasts in that period of punk and hardcore. Another State of Mind is the true story of a group of young musicians who took off in a broken-down school bus for an incredible 10,000-mile journey through the underground. This film is a unique entry on our list because it tells the story of two bands and their friends, crew, whatever, as they gamble and lose. This isn't a story of triumph against all odds. It's a truthful look at what touring really is. It's not glamorous, it sucks, you all hate each other at the end, and you probably won't even remember anything that happened on tour for a little while after. And yet, a month into being back in your hometown, you're planning the next one. From Seattle to Saskatoon, from Winnipeg to Washington, D.C., they learned all about the people and the places that make up the new punk subculture. And in the process, they learned a lot about themselves. I love this film because it reminds me how crazy I am and also how grateful I am to have been around much of North America in a band playing music meeting interesting people and just scraping by with enough cash to get home okay look this movie may not have a quote-unquote happy ending hell who knows if it's even that significant as a historical document but you can't help but feel connected to the people in this film. For me, re-watching this flick for the first time in almost 10 years, I'll tell you right now that the first thing that I did when it ended was grab a guitar and start playing. And that's got to be worth something. great time it was that motown time and you know here we are in the middle of all of this playing rock and roll Nobody was making music like that in 73. Three black brothers from Detroit, Michigan. What were they called? They were called Death. That's a good name. Have you lost your mind? All right, so when we started this list, I already very much knew 
that there would only be one way for it to end, and that's with 2012's A Band Called Death. Mark Corvino and Jeff Howlett's look at one of the earliest American proto-punk bands, a group of three brothers from Detroit, Michigan, whose music went in large part undiscovered and unrecognized until the 2000s. Now, I just want to be absolutely clear here. This film is not about the California metal band, also named Death, who in their own right are very much legends and to many are the grandfathers of death metal. That's going to have to be another conversation for another day. The film that we're talking about is the story of the Hackney Brothers, who from 1971 to 1976 were death. And in one of the greatest music cities in America, somehow went under the radar as they championed a completely different sound, a sound that came entirely from their hearts. They told us you guys might have a record deal if you changed the name. Absolutely not. We are fighting to maintain our identity. It's pretty hard to be black playing rock because you had to be Motown if you were black. White boy music. (laughs) When I listen to Death Now, it's always startling to me when I remember this is music that three kids from Detroit made in the early 1970s. These guys did things rhythmically and structurally that weren't standards in punk rock or rock and roll anywhere at that time. We got turned down by every major label. I just put the tapes in a safe place. I didn't think about it. One day the world's going to come looking for the Deathmaster tapes. There's been hardcore history sitting up in that attic and no one's known about it. Now I hope that I don't derail the show by doing this, but I feel as though it has to be said. I've heard many people explain Death's slow emergence to mainstream recognition as being a byproduct of them being black and playing rock and roll in Detroit at a time when the city was just rife with amazing soul, R&B, funk, and jazz talent. And I'm sure that they're not wrong. My concern is with the notion that this sort of thing isn't happening right now. In an era when paying for likes, downloads, and followers is commonplace, we all find ourselves falling for these ridiculously transparent social proof tactics. Well, if 40,000 people have liked this song and followed this artist, I guess I should too. And the hilarious part is that subconsciously, we all know that 32,467 of those are bots, but we do nothing about it as another band like Death goes unnoticed. So I say to you all, next time you see a song with 41 plays on SoundCloud or 41 likes on Facebook, make it 42, because you may just be helping to reshape rock and roll history. We're just now discovering this band that had been sort of lying in wait. Something they pressed 30 years ago, selling for 800 bucks. Dad, why didn't you tell me? He says, they're playing your music at underground parties here. It's been 34 years since the songs have been heard. It's one of those things that keeps you going to the record store, hoping for another great story like that. Okay, so go and check out A Band Called Death. I love the story, the music is fantastic, and the film serves as a great reminder to all of us that the old adage, history is written by the winners, isn't always true, especially on the internet. 
don't know of a story like that. I don't know of one. All right, so that's it for our list. It's been my absolute pleasure to talk about all of these films with you over the past few weeks. Before I ramble on about everywhere that you can find us on the internet, I would like to share one last parting thought, if I may. I said earlier that I believe that there is little punk rock in all of us, and I truly believe that. I believe that now more than ever, we can influence the world around us to an extent like never before. So whatever you do, whether it's music, film, art, science, medicine, perhaps you love building or writing or you've got crazy math skills, whatever your gift, let's all go out and make the world the most amazing place that we can make it. And then let's make it even better. Let's be more interesting, more compassionate, more honest, more punk rock. And let's never rest on our laurels never settle alright so remember to subscribe rate and review to the show on iTunes SoundCloud Stitcher tune in whatever your choice podcatcher is and if we're not on your choice podcatcher whatever that may be get in touch with us and we can rectify that for you visit us on our website at moviesroommylife.com and reach out to us this week on Twitter at Mermal Podcast and I'm also at Not Branded Fleet on Twitter if you'd like to look me up uh, you can also email us at show at moviesroommylife.com and message us or post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash moviesroommylife. That's all together, no dashes, dots, or underscores. We always appreciate your feedback. We do our very best to reply to everything that we get. And I think that that's it. So thanks for hanging out with us.